The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the fifth chapter. On one occasion, while the crowd was pressing in on Jesus to hear the word of God, he was standing by the lake of Gennesaret, and he saw two boats by the lake, but the fishermen had gone out of them and were washing their nets. Getting into one of the boats, which was Simon's, he asked him to put out a little from the land, and he sat down and taught the people from the boat. And when he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, Put out into the deep, and let down your nets for a catch. And Simon answered, Master, we toiled all night and took nothing, but at your word I will let down the nets. And when they had done this, they enclosed a large number of fish, and their nets were breaking. They signaled to their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both the boats, so that they began to sink. But when Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. For he and all who were with him were astonished at the catch of fish that they had taken. And so also were James and John, sons of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon. And Jesus said to Simon, Do not be afraid. From now on, you will be catching men. And when they had brought their boats to land, they left everything and followed him. And Simon answered, Master, we toiled all night and took nothing, but at your word, I will let down the nets. Have you ever known dejection after some fruitless toil? The feeling of frustration, dejection after something that you are good at, something you're supposed to be good at, something you've done before, you tried to do, and you failed at it. You have nothing to show, no results. Every quantifiable measure for this thing comes up with an F as the grade. And you there are sitting empty-handed. You ever have that feeling? Have you ever known that before and had frustration at it? Well, I think that the disciples probably knew that themselves at the beginning of our gospel lesson today. They were fishermen, at least those three were, Peter, James, and John. It's what they did. And I bet you, they were pretty good at it. You do something long enough, even if you're not at the top of the game, you know how to yield a good return. And every other time they went out, I bet they had something to show for it, at least a little bit. They would go fishing and bring back a catch that they could get some money for. They could eat, but not this time. They came back in the morning, and their nets and their boats were completely empty. And I bet there was a little bit of aggravation to it. Eight, ten, twelve hours, however long they were out, had nothing, nothing to show for it. There are good days and bad days in every work, every occupation, but still, this had to sting a little bit. And so I want you then to put yourself in their shoes, having imagined this, and then imagine the exasperation they must have felt when Jesus says, go out, put your nets out again, let them down. Can you imagine what would have gone through Peter's mind when he heard that? Well, he says it, we tried all night and caught nothing. And maybe there was a little bit of a qualifier. Hey, Jesus, you're pretty good at public speaking. Why don't you leave the fishing to us? We know what we're doing. Just let it go. It'd be a wasted effort. We just clean the nets, by the way. We don't want to have to clean them again. We're tired, and we'd like something to eat. 
leave us alone. You see, they were impressed enough with Jesus to give him a platform to speak. But I bet you, at least for a moment in their mind, his recommendation to them to go out and let down the nets again had to seem completely pointless and he had to seem out of his mind. If that is how they felt, in fact, if that's how Peter, Simon Peter, felt in the moment, in fact, I think that we here in this room can sympathize a little bit. But not just sympathize as people that have had bad days and are getting advice from somebody else who we think doesn't know what they're talking about, but I think specifically we can sympathize as Americans. We can sympathize as Christians. There is a degree to which more effort in our lives as Americans and Christians, putting more investment in to these aspects of who we are seems futile, if we're being quite honest. We have done our best in these realms, but what does it seem like today in 2021? What does it seem like today when we look around us? It seems like all of our efforts up until this point, or at least the majority of them, have seemed kind of futile. There have been diminishing returns. Many of you here have given your lives in your spare time outside of raising your families and working to civic engagement only to have what? The younger generations, mine certainly included, seeming pretty apathetic about the whole ordeal. Less patriotic, less involved, less willing to give, to sacrifice, and yes, to celebrate the country that God has given us. You all have given taxes generously, whether you wanted to or not, to only turn around and have them used for, well, you can fill in the blank and get frustrated as much as you will. And as far as Christianity go, goes, we have spent our time doing our best to teach our young in Sunday school, CEC, home catechesis and devotions only to turn around and have the same apathy displaying itself as far as the faith that we would pass on to them. And it is true, Pastor McNally was right, because every pastor knows this, that confirmation, what is supposed to be graduation from confirmation class, just for many, turns out to be graduation from going to church wholesale. In many ways, our country that we love, our church and churches that we love, are in decline. Our toil has not brought forth the fruit that it once did. Generations that grew up to appreciate America and the church, sitting here, that whatever took for you has not taken for those that have followed you. And that is the dark reality. You see, Dr. Kuntz last week in his sermon talked about a known past but an uncertain future, an uncertain tomorrow. And when we think about tomorrow, based off of what has come immediately before us in the previous years and decades, when we think about it in that frame, it only seems kind of gloomy. It only looks dark, like we're going to have more of the same, if you just look at it in the frame of the slope that we have been sliding down. To anybody who would get up and say, either civically or in the church, to be optimistic, Let's go out and build a better tomorrow. Let's do our best and make sure we have success in the future. Well, 
There is the temptation to say with the disciples, we have toiled all night and have nothing to show for it. So yes, there could reasonably be feelings today for you here of dejection, as far as being Americans goes, reasonably feelings of dejection as far as being Christians goes, but only if it's up to you. Only if the future and what happens tomorrow is purely and 100% up to us. Thankfully, of course, it is not. It is hard to tell what went through the disciples' mind, what went through Simon Peter's mind when Jesus told him to put out the boat. We have his initial words, we toiled all night, but I'm kind of reading in a little bit of the other emotions, just thinking as one person, if put in a similar situation, what I would feel like. It was just a matter of seconds. But regardless of his initial reaction, he ends in the right place. Lord, we toiled all night, but at your word, we will let down the nets. Peter and the rest of the disciples that went out with him, or the rest of the fishermen at that point that went out with him, didn't ignore their previous experience. They didn't pretend that the previous night of fruitless work didn't happen, but what they did was they put it and their future, the next few hours, into the frame and in submission to what Jesus said. What Jesus told them to do. That is to say, they trusted Jesus' word over their own experience. Common sense, and perhaps a few people standing around them who might have heard the exchange from the shore, common sense would say, don't do it. It's a complete waste of time. It's a waste of energy. It'd be a foolish thing to do. The sun's up. You're not going to catch anything just like last night. But they didn't let that reason, in whatever form it came, govern them, but they let Jesus and his word govern them. And what happened as a result? They were blessed. And they were blessed beyond measure. In the face of bad odds and previous failures, what happened? They listened to Jesus, they went forward trusting in him, and they had unprecedented success. You can imagine them having full fishing days with a certain degree of fish in the boats, but not two boats being swamped practically by the amount of fish that were filling them up. It's not hard for us to see the lesson today, I hope not at least. Our lives, whether they be as Americans, or whether they just be as our life in Christ, as Christians are governed not by the past, not by reason, not by common sense even, but by God. Our God, our maker in his word. If we only look at the reasonable and actual negative experiences in the past, if we only look at that, then yes, absolutely, might as well pack it in. Might as well call the game, forfeit, take the L, and that be it. Check out, stay in bed as it were. But if you don't look at those things, but if you listen... If you listen to your God, if you listen to our Lord, look to him and hear his word, then what, ahead, what lies ahead is not uncertainty, it's not darkness, it's not gloom, even though unknown, it is hopeful. 
It is positive because it is in our Lord's hands and will to help and take care of us. It is a hopeful future, hopeful for our homes and our families, hopeful for our community where those homes make up, make it up, and hopeful for the country which is made up of such homes, and hopeful, yes, for the church, certainly indeed as well. The Jesus Christ that said before it all happened, I'm going to die, and it's going to look awful, and I am going to rise, did just that. After he died, he rose again, just as he said, and the Christ that told the disciples to go out, cast out your nets again, did what but made sure that they were blessed with the miraculous catch of fish. So you Christians, you Americans, as fishers of men who live in this time, in this place, in this country, listen to his word. In the various realms of your life, go out, cast out your net again, keep doing it. Don't be demoralized by the past, but be encouraged by the Lord's promise and his clear pattern of keeping his promises and blessing in his word because he always is the one that grants the returns. To him be all glory, honor, and praise now forever. Amen.